All right, how are you? It's Kelly O'Connor, College Money Academy. Thought I would pop off to the side here of this little, uh, little, not even little league, T-ball, man, this is T-ball. Is this just not like the greatest thing on a Saturday? So uh, we're watching a friend of ours, a kiddo, he's, um, uh, he's a little four-year-old dude over here playing second base. Actually, he's playing the whole field, right? <laughs> they just run all over the place. This is so great. but. I, um, I wanted to have a quick conversation with you today because it's fair to say that every one of these parents, my kids are all teenagers, but every one of these parents has a, has a dream for their kid, right? And a dream for themselves as the parents of that kid. They wanna be able to do the very best. No one wants to give their kid a stone. So I know that all of these parents represented by these little t-ballers out here wanna provide the very best and that does mean an education and a future. But um, after speaking for seven years across um, the, the town where I live here in Colorado, I've, I've spoken just to thousands of parents. And um, there's a common theme about feeling like they, they just aren't gonna be able to afford college, to send their kid to school. They're afraid of the debt that's uh, gonna be piling up. Um, they wonder if they have enough. They, they, they wonder about the impact on their retirement. Just all these things which impact their dream. And I want to make sure, I'm going to get this gum out of my mouth. I want to make sure that I, if, if, if any of those resonate with you, if you happen to be a, you know, a parent of a middle school or a high schooler and you're feeling the pressure of what that means, heck, if you got multiple kids, I mean, I have six, four of my own and two stepkids. So talk about a financial pressure. But if you're feeling that, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm, encouraging you um, from a standpoint of it, if, if you aren't in a position financially to do it, um, it's okay. And there's ways to still make it happen. And that's what College Money Academy is about, is because there are strategies to learn how to reduce the cost and make it possible. So um, a quick story about that. I had a lady reach out to me last May. She watched uh, my webinar and she's like, Kelly, I need your service. And um, uh, my husband, or my husband and I, uh, have dealt with a, a lot of health issues in the family. Turns out it was for her son who was graduating. Um, that wiped out their savings. Uh, she said, um, uh, "My son uh, is uh, going to be valedictorian, president of the class. He was a four-time um, varsity athlete in two sports. I mean, this kid really did." his job right he worked really hard and he was very successful as a student but because of the health things and it turned out later i found out it was the kids so then the, the kid even did even i mean man the kid just he killed it man he worked really hard because he was the one that had the health issues and um she's like kelly it's just breaking my heart as a mother to know that he's worked so hard and battled so much that he probably will not be able to get to the school of his choice uh, because we as the parents don't have the money and the kid actually her son started to lose hope like why did I put so much effort into this whole thing you know if I can't really get anywhere and um, so the most it's one of my favorite stories because what ended up happening after working with him for a year I'm probably going to be interviewing her I mentioned her a little bit yesterday um, but 
What they didn't know is a husband and wife laying there in bed talking about this stuff as we do as couples and trying to figure out a plan. What they didn't know is they already had enough. They already could do it. Their advisors weren't even telling them this. Their advisors told them, you make, actually, it's unfortunate. You make too much money. You won't even qualify for anything, which is complete hogwash. And it's frustrating. But I know there are suspicions. I know when I talk about this, when I've been in front of parents at a, at a school, there's suspicions. Like, who is this guy up here? What is he selling? There's suspicions about it. And I don't have some little widget. I don't have a, a little gotcha. It, it is purely educating on how college is a business and how we can leverage our kid and the best way to leverage our kiddos, how to build a leverage, leverageable kid, how to research the schools that are likely to be aggressive for the kid, and then how to work with them and negotiate with them. And it's like dating, believe it or not. If we've done our part in selecting schools that are likely to really do something, that likely want our kid, not all of them are gonna wanna date the kid, but at least one of them will. And if one school wants to date your kiddo, the only way, they can't send them flowers, they can't take her to dinner, the only thing they can do is offer more money to grab that kid. That's what we teach. Now, what really one of the things I love the most is it's kind of like once you're done, once you've done it, it's almost like you're throwing, you're kind of like throwing rocks at the enemy a little bit. Like that's what this mom felt like. She's like, you know what I, here I thought we were hopeless. I'm reaching out to you, Kelly, out of desperation. And what I, what you taught me, what you showed us, what we ended up happening, the results are fantastic with them, is that we, we had done the right job. We had worked hard. We had made it happen. And uh, she kind of got to throw rocks back, just be like, you know what? <laughs> How dare you guys put us in a position to make us feel and think that, you know, our kid now has no other options and there was nobody there to help them otherwise. So she actually felt like she was just kind of fighting back kind of her rocky moment. And it's awesome to be a part of that, I gotta tell you. So I mentioned yesterday why it's a designed problem. And here's why it's a designed problem. In 1992, the government changed all the rules and they solidified themselves as the primary lender um, for student loans. They, at that point, created what's called the FAFSA, the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. And they created the calculations within the FAFSA. Now, when you input, when a family inputs their numbers, their financial data into the FAFSA, it processes through the government's calculations internally, and it generates like a funnel. You dump everything in and out what comes out the bottom. What comes out the bottom is a number that's referred to as your EFC. And that stands for your expected family contribution. And that's the number that the government says, hey, mom and dad, this is how much you're expected to pay every year. And that's the numbers that the school sees. This family can afford this much. Now, what's interesting to me, that number is always high, always. I have never, ever, ever sat in front of a family and, uh, and they told me, that's it? That's all we have to pay? This is gonna be a breeze. It's always high. Even if, and all the clients I've worked with that make a ton of money, right? These strategies work for them too. They don't wanna just deplete their asset just because they've got it. They wanna negotiate and get a deal. But even for those people, right? I've seen half a million dollar EFCs to where their EFC meant that 
The government and the schools believed they could pay half a million a year in college. Well, no school costs that much, but that's what it looks like they can afford. But every parent, so if you're, really the, the number you take is your AGI, your adjusted gross income, and you multiply it by about 25%. And based upon your income alone, not even your assets, that's roughly what your EFC is gonna calculate to. So if you have a husband and wife each say making 60 grand or grossing 120 after some write-offs, maybe they have adjusted gross income of 100. Well, 25% of that's about 25 grand. So that couple is expected to pay $25,000 per year to make that happen. And see, this is where the financial industry goes, well, see, I've been telling you, we should have been saving for 18 years. But there's no way, that's just ridiculous. So let's think about that for a minute. Why is this a designed problem? You see, the, the, the government creates the calculations and the ending financial result, the EFC. They know that it's going to be high. I thought I just heard Rory. Oh yeah, my little dude's at the plate, not my kid. So I'm not missing out on my son. This is just who we're babysitting. But he's at the plate right now. I mean, this is live, right? I can't edit this out. I gotta watch little Roy. Oh, I missed him. Darn it. Oh, well, he'll bat again. My wife's sitting over there cheering him on. Um, so let's, let's, let's look at this. So the government creates the number. The government, um, that, that, that calculation is determined by them. So they know that number's always high. So here comes a university that's like, hey, your EFC's 25, we're only 28. You basically can pay cash for the whole thing. And the family goes, no, we can't. And what does the government do? The government goes, not a problem. And they offer a parent plus loan for 25 grand or the student loans up the wazoo. They cover it all in loans. And the evidence of this is $1.4 trillion in parent and student loan debt just the past 13 years alone, 1.4 trillion. So the schools, here's the business part. The schools know that that money exists. So why in the world would they give you their best deal first? They're gonna wait to see if you take the loans or pay the cash or redirect your cash flow. They don't belly up to the bar right away unless you're the top, top, top elite and they really, really want you. But for the other 98% of all the students, they're not gonna give you the best deal because they know the money is there, they know the money exists, they know the government lends it out. 1.4 trillion in the last 13 years is all the evidence we need. You see, it's a designed problem. When our politicians say, oh, we got a student loan debt issue, bull crap, they don't do anything about it and they never will. They'll never make a legit change to it. The proposals that have been by one senator this year, I'm not gonna take time to go through them, but they're ridiculous. They solve absolutely nothing. Why would they? It works perfect. It works perfect. So then the schools know that money's coming in. Well, if we go, uh-uh, school, how much do you want my kiddo? What they haven't done yet is put any of their money on the table. And when you know how to get that money, you will not pay full price. So the three secrets I mentioned yesterday, Ignore the cost of attendance, throw it out. Don't pay attention to it. Go for the schools that, are, that fit your kid and that you've done the research which I teach you in my academy in order to go for those schools that are likely to be financially aggressive as well. That information's available. Then know that they are almost assuredly, I mean, unless you're that top kiddo, 
you will always get a lowball financial aid offer. They're going to see if you take the deal. They're going to see if you take the loans. They're going to see if you find a way to pay for it before they put their money on the table. They're responsible for their endowment money. They're not foolish with it. And then number three, you can appeal. You can appeal their decision. I teach how to do that. So look, I mentioned yesterday, I've got a lot of new stuff coming. And uh, so uh, I'm going to be coming to you here on a very regular basis. I wanted to um, reach out today. It's a beautiful Saturday, kid t-ball. It just seemed perfect. What a great little parenting moment. Um, but go to College Money Academy. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Register because you're going to be kind of grandfathered into all the new content. But once that new content launches, then you know, in order to get it, you got to do how we have it all set up. But um, if you want to get in, um, uh, please do so. If you have a kiddo, or if you in middle school or high school, or if you know um, someone who does, um, please forward this on to them. So I hope you join my cause. I am, man, I am dedicated to changing the system. And it only happens through awareness. And there's an opportunity for everybody to be a part of that awareness, not only for themselves and create results, but for the people they know and love, their friends, and, and for us to do something about it. So, um, you know, I, I just, I, I really hope that you, that, that you join in, follow along, um, listen to all the other stories that I have already available for you and the more that are to come. And, uh, and let's flick that college system, as I mentioned yesterday. I hope you have a great Saturday. Thank you for taking the time to watch. Remember College Money Academy. We'll talk to you soon. CollegeMoneyAcademy.com.